So once again, as we practice a heart practice together, I want to remind you to go easy on your body, move it around when you need to, fidget if that discharges some energy for you. Don't try to um, fight with your body in any way during this. So let's just begin and settle in. Let's take a few deep breaths, inhaling deeply, holding that, and exhaling slowly and completely. Inhaling again deeply and holding that. Exhaling slowly and completely. And once more, inhaling even a little, a little more. And holding a little longer. And exhaling a little more slowly completely and allowing the breath to find the rhythm that it's comfortable with right now. And so let's just sit together for a few minutes in silence. re-inhabiting this body.
And so staying home, maybe breathing through the heart. Recognizing that vulnerability in the face of change is something that we all share. We all have that vulnerability. and There is nothing to hold on to. It's all moving. That vulnerability, the inability to hold on to what we deem to be dear is something we all share. And if we remember that even people who have more than we do, even those folks, they suffer. And if we can remember that, we can feel closer to them. So the practices of metta and a gratitude practice are a good way to kind of warm the heart for mudita, prime the pump, so to speak. So I thought we'd begin with a little directed gratitude practice. So just resting comfortably in the body. You know, Buddhist monks begin each day with a chant of gratitude. Native American elders begin each ceremony with prayers to the Mother Earth, Father Sky, to the Four Directions, to the animal, plant, and mineral brothers and sisters who share the Earth and support our life. And in Tibet, the monks and nuns offer prayers of gratitude even for the suffering that they've been given. Grant that I might have enough suffering to awaken in the deepest possible compassion and wisdom. May whatever we experience serve to awaken. So really the aim of a contemplative practice or a spiritual life is to awaken it, to awaken a joyful freedom in a compassionate heart in the in spite of everything. Mahagosananda uh, said this if if we cannot be happy in spite of our difficulties, what good is our spiritual practice? So when we think about gratitude, it's a it's an acknowledgement of all that sustains us. It's our it's our bow to all the blessings that we that have been bestowed on us, the little ones, the big ones, the appreciation of those moments of good fortune that, that really sustain us every day in one way or another. And if you think about gratitude, it's, it's in some way it's confidence in life itself. 
It's not sentimental. Gratitude is not sentimental. It's not jealous. It's not judgmental. Gratitude doesn't compare. It's not envious. Gratitude just receives in a, in a kind of wonder all these beautiful offerings of the rain and the earth and the care that supports every single life. And as our gratitude increases, it, uh, it gives rise to joy. We, we can experience and cultivate the courage to rejoice in, in, in our own good fortune and the good fortune of others. Mudita. And so joy is natural. It's, uh, in, in it, we're, we're not afraid of pleasure. And we don't want to mistake that the enjoyment or pleasure or joy is disloyal to the suffering of a world that, um, that is so acute. And that honoring our own happiness is somehow inappropriate. So I talked the other day about how gratitude gladdens the heart and Certainly joy does also. And we can be joyful to the people we know and love for all those moments of goodness. We can be joyful for the rainbow, for sunlight, for the trees, for this awe-inspiring earth we've landed on. And as joy grows and as we cultivate greater and greater joy, we can discover a happiness without a cause. Like an innocent child, it doesn't have to do anything to be happy. We, we can just rejoice in life itself. My housemates, one of my housemates, who's the daughter of a couple who live in the house, she's turning five, and if I'm awake enough to tune into her moments of joy and excitement and discovery, I, you know, what a gift, what a blessing. The field, the relational field that she creates when she discovers a new bug or a something interesting outside growing or an idea it's you know it's an opportunity for me to extend my happiness and as shell said last night hey we you know we've got like 7 billion chances more chances for happiness if we can tune in to those relational fields where others are happy So, in terms of gratitude, just tuning in to all the support 
that you've had that's brought you to this point. That connection, that web of life. You're sitting here in a chair or a cushion made by people. Those people were cared for by other people and educated and trained and doctored and loved and you and all those people were supported and fed by people who grew the food, packaged the food, shipped the food, built the trucks, designed the roads and the systems to bring it to you. The web extends completely. And if we tune to it, to the earth, to the sun, we can support a great opening of the heart. So as I say a few phrases, just contemplate these phrases. Just allow them to wash through you. Allow them to have an effect. (coughs) With gratitude, I remember the people, the animals, the plants, the insects, the creatures of the sky, the sea, the air and water, the fire and the earth, and all whose joyful exertion blesses my life every day. With gratitude, I remember the care and labor of a, of a thousand generations of elders and ancestors who came before me. whose decisions made it possible for me to exist. I offer my gratitude for the safety and well-being that I've been given. I offer my gratitude for the blessing of this earth I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the measure of health I've been given. I offer my gratitude for the family and friends I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the teachings and various lessons I have been given. 
And finally, I offer my gratitude for this life I have been given. And so just as we're grateful for our blessings, we can be grateful for the blessings of others. It's just a short, a, a tiny adjustment of the dial. And gratitude for all that we've been given. And to a gratefulness and sympathetic joy of the blessings that have been bestowed on others. Continue to breathe some through the heart. Bring to mind someone who it's easy for you to care for. Somebody who it's easy for you to rejoice for. Visualize them, bring up a felt sense of them if you are able, what it's like to be near them. And see if it's possible to feel the the natural joy, the very natural joy that you have for their well-being, for their happiness and success. And as you hold their visualization, extending them wishes. And these phrases may be of support for that. May you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May you not be separated from great happiness. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. May you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May you not be separated from great happiness. May your, good, may your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. And continuing to breathe through the heart, bring to mind now a benefactor someone who has reached out to you, supported you along the way. Visualize that individual. Experience the felt sense of being with them if you can. 
May you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May you not be separated from great happiness. May your good fortune and the causes of your joy and happiness increase. Breathing through the heart, continuing. And now bring to mind someone who you might consider neutral. Sometimes it's hard to find a neutral person. It might be someone you see occasionally at a store you frequent, or maybe someone in your work environment who you really don't know. Picture them. You felt sense of what it's like when you encounter them. And extend to them wishes. May you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May you not be separated from great happiness. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. Continuing to breathe through the heart. For the last five minutes or so of this practice together, select people in your life and contemplate them to where their joy is. And if you're able to visualize them clearly, a felt sense of the person you know in a joyful moment, feel into that relational field. 
see if it's possible to experience that joy. As you contemplate one person and then the next, capturing that moment of joy and the sense of entering that relational field of joy with them. And experiencing how that can build so true. We have so many more chances for joy by entering the field of joy of another when we find it. It can be a smile, a person laughing, children playing in a playground, the exuberance of a young dog running around chasing a ball. We can feel into that. Become a part of it. What a good deal. If we can be awake to do that. Simply noticing the relational field where and when joy is occurring and stepping into that field.
recognizing joy, allowing joy. Becoming intimate with joy by stepping toward, opening to, and allowing joy to nurture us. So many opportunities if we can move out of our our small orbit of needing joy personally. As Shell said, the Buddha was the happy one. He learned this secret. There is spaciousness enough for joy. Sure, this planet and our species is troubled in lots of ways. And by enhancing and cultivating greater joy, it energizes us, lightens us, allows a clearer seeing and creativity such that we can address those issues that need addressing. There is room for joy. Amidst all the conditions, And may you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May you learn to cultivate this beautiful emotion. May you learn to see it at every turn, joy. And may you not be separated from great happiness and joy. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.